when I graduate, I don't want to like sit in a nine to five job. I want to somehow use my CSE degree, use my knowledge of like coding and computers and combine that with art. Hey guys, welcome back to the Mentorpad podcast. This is your host, Rebin Rafiq. In today's episode, we have Aditya Sangal, who is a third year computer science student and is also a very talented designer. He has a lot of amazing insights to offer on design and creative thinking. You'll really like this one. Stay tuned and enjoy the podcast. Hi Aditya, welcome to the Mentorpad podcast. Pleasure to have you here, man. Thank you. I want to start out with your journey. How do you start with design and what are you doing? Just give me a gist of your story. Okay, so fast forward from like being born to 10th grade, completely normal, average North Indian, no particular interest. Mm-hmm. My uh, brother, uh, mm-hmm. he's three years older than me, has been like the biggest influence on me. Mm-hmm. And up until 10th grade, he wanted to be like an F1 engineer and he's really into F1. Mm-hmm. So anybody who asked me like, oh, what are you going to do? Like, oh, bro, I'm going to be an F1 engineer. Both of his fucking brothers are going to. So he's like really into mechanical and I was like, okay, I'm going to be an F1 engineer too. And then 11th comes around and you're supposed to like choose between arts and engineering. I don't know what happened, but I was like, bro, I want to do arts. <laughs> I want to become a like, writer. I want to go to JNU and chill and write books. Oh. And obviously my parents like through their passive aggressiveness completely disarmed that mm. interest. And I joined like Allen. Uh, it's a coaching institute for ITJ. Yeah. And the first year like, okay, so my house is like 500 meters from the coaching institute. <laughs> and midway there's a library. <laughs> so my parents like drop me midway on the library so I can go work. Yeah. And I don't tell them for one year, I didn't go to, I just went to the library. Okay. And I was like reading shit, like, I, my house, like, we never read books. Oh. Even Goosebumps, I, but my house <laughs> doesn't, like, encourage reading books. So I started reading, like, philosophy and shit, very basic. Uh-huh. And I got really interested and I started writing. And I thought, look, okay, I'm going to publish my book by the end of 12th, 12th grade. I'm going to be the youngest winner for, like, Pulitzer Prize and get, like, all the fucking Oscars oh. and oh. All, whatever. <laughs> no, like, no other Indian has ever received and so but then like by the end of 12th i tried to go into gnu didn't make the cutoff they have like some absurd yeah, yeah, cut of 98 99 yeah. i got really close but i didn't get in so uh, uh designing has not been like the interest of mine yeah, i yeah, never thought of, of okay. myself as a designer okay started writing a lot and in second year i started making short films okay and then in third year summer occasions Somebody just told me they liked uh, what I drew on Instagram. Uh-huh. So I should like upload that. Uh-huh. And I upload that and look, got like, a lot of feedback. Uh-huh. So I started designing. Did you get influenced by someone? I have two tattoos. Dave for solo tattoos. Uh-huh. So he's an author. Uh, he uh, wrote Infinite Jest and Oblivion and other short stories. Uh-huh. And he's been like, when I wrote, I just tried to affect his voice. Like tried to sound like him. Sound like him. And sort of like realize I'm never going to be that good. So <laughs> I would develop my own voice. But primarily, he's been like a really big influence on me. Hmm. And like just friends who like are very, like who encourage you to like yeah, yeah, be yourself and like yeah. be very creative. Don't judge you for like you're trying something yeah, absurd. Yeah, that's really just important. anything, like when you try something new, when you're trying to like create something or trying to like make music or whatever, initially you're going to be like really bad. You're going to be like yeah. cringe yeah, yeah. And if you have friends who are going to be like, bro, you suck. It's average, then you're yeah. not going to pursue that yeah, yeah. you should have like friends who are encourage you and actually try to see what you're trying to pull off yeah, yeah. so yeah majorly like I have a couple of friends like I met someone in my first year and I was like very self-critical and sort of wrote for other people but after them I was sort of like more creative more free I just want to write what I'm sort of interested about yeah. so yeah date for solace and all the other friends <laughs> so how do you put out the stuff that you create right now it's just been like uh, putting up on Instagram yeah making my own websites 
here's how I knew about Instagram. Somebody in my somebody in my second year told me they were trying to find me on Instagram because they liked my website. And I was like, bro, what is Instagram? Oh, <laughs> I didn't. You didn't know what it was. I, I didn't know what oh. it was. It's very like my yeah. house, Himachal, with where from where yeah. I'm from, where I spend most of my time. Yeah, Himachal has shitty internet. Two kps, three kps, and you basically just load ads all day. So I didn't know what Instagram was. So they told me it's a like it's like Facebook, but it's for pictures. So I started uploading like screenshots of films I liked, and then I uploaded for a story, and that got like a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. So I started like uploading stories on Instagram, and yeah, that's what I've been doing just through Instagram. So uh, what is the impact that has had on your growth? So obviously, like when you get like go from like 10 likes to suddenly 100 likes in one day. Mm. I feel like, oh shit, I'm the real deal. I'm like, I'm actually in demand. <laughs> I'm the best designer, blah, 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 blah. You're like an ego boost. Yeah, yeah you do. But that goes away very quickly. Yeah, like yeah. after like after three or four posts and everyone realizes, people have like thousands of likes and I'm still depressed. Yeah. And it sort of becomes a very weird thing. You sort of like, you get a serotonin release every time you get a, yeah, you do, you get do. lots of likes. And you start pursuing that instead of your own interest. Instead of like, sitting down and designing because you want to create something new you sit down and design because you're like I miss when I got that much likes I want to create mm-hmm. something that's going to dis- get this much likes so incentive is like change yeah so I struggled to that a, a lot I think initially because I was just creating every day to just post and it's the same style every day and I was like not discovering anything new so I took a break but yeah Instagram has like or any social media website it's like two edges that's you can get like ad- addicted to like the likes and shit but it is like you can express yourself but you have to like keep your distance yeah it's a very time consuming thing yeah, i yeah, guess yeah. uh now i want to talk about mental health has it any way affected your art dealing with criticisms okay so initially when i was writing the stories on my blog post one of my stories was like nobody is reading this mm-hmm. because i was like i could see the stats nobody is actually mm-hmm. reading it but it has a very deep meaning yeah, to you yeah and i could be like I can be incredibly personal here and yeah, like yeah. write confessions and shit like yeah, very yeah. personal confessions yeah. and nobody's going to read this and there's something about writing down and it being in public domain but still nobody looking at it, that yeah, you sort yeah. of like feel relieved that it's out of me huh. and I started doing that a lot I started like writing very personal stories and shit and soon people started reading it and they started like responding oh bro I feel like this too like nobody Yeah, road before like this they were writing stories love stories that were very cringy or they were had like certain arc that you could predict but no one was writing like tragedy that I could relate with and it's not a tragedy as in you like you failed to you like you failed the expectations of your father it's just daily things yeah, daily you were like cringy in a <laughs> conversation or you just like saw someone get beat up and you were like bro I feel like weird after that and if you go in a spiral and you just feel weird and as far as criticisms comes I only care about what my friends thought about my work initially and most of them were supportive and it sort of turns you if you're if you have someone in your life who's very supportive all the time and then suddenly they don't like one of the things you do you take it very personally like, yeah, bro you know, i've lost know. my i've yeah, lost yeah, my yeah. i've lost my charm <laughs> i've lost everything i fucking have to like start from the beginning yeah and that happened a few times and then it was like and then again you go back to like pleasing that person you go like okay i have to just get the approval of this person forget about it. my own like interest so you have to find your balance you have to be like okay with yourself like create something new and you have to be okay if you suck sometimes it's fine yeah you'll learn you'll get over it and then you'll discover something new it's fine if somebody criticizes you you don't have to take it personally it's just okay if somebody is criticizing me 
take it as a maybe there is something lacking maybe there is something that wasn't there to convince that person Just take, yeah. take that into account and keep trying like don't put yourself down because somebody else didn't like it that's not gonna help when you just realize that you can make money out of what you're doing like in your case you started you know making merchandise yeah uh, when, when was the time you realized this could be something that's worth capitalizing on so I started uh, in designing you do a certain thing you make mock-ups yeah of t-shirts and shit because they just look cool yeah, on a t-shirt yeah. I never I just made mock-ups because I thought they looked cool like yeah, in, yeah. In, in of themselves but I never planned on selling them mm-hmm. and then somebody DM me on Instagram dude I'm gonna buy this like can you so just you send it to me yeah. yeah and they were in Delhi I was like bro you can just you do know you can just print it and yeah, get it yourself yeah, yeah. but Hany is like bro but it's not like you won't get the you should get your credit like, and I gave away all my designs for free yeah. initially I had yeah. a drive link yeah in my bio huh. and all my designs are free you can make the wallpaper you can print fine and then people are like bro you can't like capitalize on this you can't make money on this like okay shit i've been like an idiot <laughs> i've not been like putting watermark or anything on my designs just giving them away for free because i didn't think they were that good huh. just what i'm doing if somebody interested they can look at it and then i started like selling t-shirts to some people instead of start selling like, postcards custom merchandise t-shirts and after like i started making like 5k 8k a month because people oh, in bangalore yeah. are like they think if something is like unique and uh, looks good they'll pay so much for it yeah. so cool. much as like it's bro i'm printing it for like 400 or 500 i'm selling it for 2k bro i feel insulted that he didn't like even try to bargain but it's nice that they're trying to like support an artist and everything how do you make your designs you do it on you do it on a computer right yeah yeah so how is that different from you know normal artists doing something like how is the workflow different the effort different I think the greatest thing you can do as a digital artist is use undo a lot. You undo. don't get to <laughs> yeah, use that in any other. If you're making yeah. a painting, you make one wrong brushstroke, bro, start over again. <laughs> if you're like doing anything else, you have to start over again. And then if you're using digital art, especially like Photoshop, most people, I think I've sort of interacted with lots of designers and they what they do is like they try to pull out an effect so it looks nice. <laughs> like so that it just it might not have an idea they're just trying to express their craft like make it look awesome other than it expressing an idea and i think lots of people struggle when they start photoshop because they're trying to like learn all the effects mm-hmm. and learn all the blurs and shit how to place everything the rules and I, when i started photoshop i had no idea i didn't know what i didn't know how to place anything <laughs> how to stretch and everything so i just like started experimenting and it's just i still don't think i know like all what you're supposed to do in photoshop i just play around like add random colors place images don't align them and somehow people like it mm-hmm. somehow people like that it's not like it's not exactly proportional it's not exactly symmetrical mm-hmm. the colors don't like sort of go yeah, yeah. themselves and it's very like eccentric and you do like just the when you make digital art it just is about experimentation you get to do a lot more then you won't get in a normal traditional art form you can just start over again and just do something new mm-hmm. crash it and then again and again and again and again so yeah, that's the major difference i think between any like painting or sketching uh on was it called when somebody make like pencil sketches that are exactly like photos like they're sort of like photorealism i think it's I called think that's what it's called probably and i saw someone make it and it took him like one month yeah. and it exactly was symmetrical i'm like bro but what is the point i can just take a photo and turn it black and white but there is no point it's just There's some no like uniqueness yeah, to it yeah but 
if somebody likes it, somebody like it is actually really hard to do that. It is a skill. Like, yeah, yeah, and it is really really hard to do that, but they're still doing it, and it's not that it's, there's no point. But it's still, I think, if they get a kick out of it, if they like what they're doing, then fine. That doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah it's That's too dumb. Yeah. But with this lot, you get to experiment more, I think. Okay, now, what are your future plans? What's your, how are you going ahead with this? Uh, so, I am a CSC, like, hmm. engineer. I'll be, gradu- I'll be graduating in, like, one year. And I started realizing I've not used that at all. Like, I've been just putting that on the right side. I've used, like, okay, this is just my part of my life. I'm not going to focus on and uh, last summer occasion I interned at this place in Bangalore and they were like a web designing firm mm-hmm. and they were sort of like scammy I thought they weren't like doing anything they're just like pleasing clients and not doing anything mm-hmm. creative so I got into web designing and I made this website which turns like constellations into music and oh. music into constellations well that's interesting so I made that as a gift to someone mm-hmm. and then I was like bro I really like this so I started making like more websites got involved in coding and recently I've like picked up machine learning. So there's uh, something called GAN, Generative Adversarial Networks. Basically, how I explain, okay, there's one generative, there's one discriminative. Basically, you have to fool the discriminative thinking that the fake data set, the fake thing that you're giving is actually real. So Mm -hmm. if you're giving it a fake painting, discriminative is gonna know it's fake. It's fake. So it goes through loops and it improves its fakeness until it looks exactly- So more like like a plagiarism detector. Yeah, but you can do it with paintings and images. And I was thinking about, it's mainly used for images and encryption, but I was thinking you, nobody has used it for music yet. Yeah, 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 makes sense. So you can use the same sort of like, so how well, images uh, try to go about it is, uh, image are stored in like RGB format, uh-huh. and they're matrix X, three layers yeah, yeah, matrix X. And music, how it can use a display is through MIDI files. Through MIDI files, yeah. So uh, there are lots of data sets, like billions of data sets of Bach and uh-huh. Mozart, like classical music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can train a machine to sounding like Bach, it's sounding like Mozart, but that's not like, you know, it's always just recreating, it's not, it's not fun. So instead what you do is like you tune, sorry, you change it a little bit. When you're giving it a Bach data set, just change the sine wave, just elongate a little bit and sort of like give it more sustain. So Bach ends up sounding very ambient, yeah, it's yeah. sort of like slower. And then when it learns to make those adjustments themselves, you can give it any MIDI file and it'll like tune it to that same process. Yeah. And like on the abstract thought, oh wait, this is gonna be like fine, I'll, I'll do it like one month. And I started like researching. It's gonna take a lot of time. There are like two or three research papers and one of them is like in University of Singapore, a professor. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh bro, I'm in VIT third year. I'll pull it off in one month. <laughs> it's gonna take a lot of time, but that's what my focus is. When I graduate, I don't wanna like sit in a nine to five job. I wanna somehow use my CSC degree use my knowledge of like coding and computers and combine that with art. Some if I can use uh, like both of those things to create new things. Some will use machine learning and music. Insanely cool man, because you, what you've learned in college, you combine yeah. that with what you follow as yeah, well. Yeah, because I was like, I'm not gonna use it either because I hate CSE, but I yeah. still have a degree, I can use it. You can use it, that's, yeah. that's. So yeah, I guess that's all the questions from my part. Uh, if you wanna add on to something, anything you wanna talk about, you can do it. Okay, so for people listening, um, I recently started a couple projects. Uh, me and my team started like uh, a, a group called The Next Chapter. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to reinvigorate reading mm-hmm. into like engineering college and it's basically a book club. So and we, we like sort of like thought about doing a podcast also about oh. just like the books and shit. Nice. Talking about books and like covering books through weeks on a podcast. And there's a new group called Pixelate. Yeah. And it's a group for designers. So, and yeah, that's pretty much like all the self plug I can 
pull off in this podcast. Do you have like a website or a Yeah, so uh, if you want to see the consolation website, uh, go to celestialnausea.glitch.me. Okay. And my uh, blog is adolescentpothead.wordpress.com. Hmm. Okay. And my Instagram is Aditya, which okay. is U-G-H-D-I-T-Y-A underscore. Okay. Pleasure to have you, man. Thank you for Thank coming you. to the podcast.